Welcome and hello. My name is Dawn Eshelman and I'm head of programs at the Rubin Museum of Art in Chelsea, New York City. While our museum is temporarily closed and during these uncertain times, we want to stay connected with you. So we will be sharing previously recorded meditation sessions. For more resources and inspiring content, head to rubenmuseum.org slash care package. We hope you enjoy, and we look forward to returning to our regular mindfulness meditation program as soon as we can. Take care. Welcome to the Mindfulness Meditation Podcast, presented by the Rubin Museum of Art. We are a museum in Chelsea, New York, that connects visitors to the art and ideas of the Himalayas and serves as a space for reflection and transformation. I'm your host, Dawn Eshelman. Every Monday, we present a meditation session inspired by a different artwork from the Rubens Collection and led by a prominent meditation teacher from the New York area. This podcast is a recording of our weekly practice. In the description for each episode, you will find information about the theme for that week's session, including an image of the related artwork. Our Mindfulness Meditation Podcast is presented in partnership with Sharon Salzberg and teachers from the New York Insight Meditation Center, the Interdependence Project, and Parabola Magazine. If you'd like to join us in person, please visit our website at rubinmuseum.org meditation. And now, please enjoy your practice. We have a very special guest teacher here today, Kangsar Rinpoche. He's the eighth Kangsar Rinpoche. He was born in Kathmandu, Nepal, and at the age of five, he was recognized as the reincarnation of the seventh Kangsar Rinpoche. He has achieved mastery in both the Gelug and Nyingma Buddhist traditions, and he serves as a spiritual teacher at Sarah Jay Monastic University, of which we have a chapter here in Queens, and to the public all over the world. And we're just delighted that he's here with us at the Rubin today as one of his few stops in New York City, and I think his final one. So please give a warm welcome to Kangsar Rinpoche. I've been to many places many countries to introduce the meditation regarding about the how we can overcome the anxiety, how we can overcome the stress. So today, I have no idea what kind of meditation I have to t- teach you. Tuesday, Rubin Museum have informed me that I have only 10 or 15 minutes to talk regarding about the meditation. I've spent more than the 30 years studying, practicing the Buddhist meditation and the Buddhist philosophy. Now, the, in the 15 minute, I have to give you all <laughs> my 30 years experience in 15 minutes. <laughs> That's really very tough, very tough job today I'm doing. Yeah, anyway, I will try. <laughs> so, okay. So generally, one thing that the most important thing is that you have to know the one thing. When we start to do the meditation, 
one thing always you have to keep in the, your mind that the mind is a very complicated. Mind is a very complicated. There is a one very famous story in Tibetan. At one time, one student came to see the master, and asked the master to teach him the meditation. And the master told him that meditation is a very easy and very simple. You can meditate. Whatever you want, you can think whatever you want to think. Only thing is that whenever you meditate, you should not think monkey. <laughs> His master told him that now you go and meditate. While you are meditating, don't think monkey at all. <laughs> Students feel that meditation is a very simple, very easy. Now you will know whenever that student try to meditate, the monkey comes in his mind. <laughs> This is the one thing that where mind is very complex. Now, when you doing the meditation, generally the meditation it's a one type of exercise. It's a one type of the mental exercise that makes you mentally very healthy. If you, when I'm talking about the meditation, normally, especially in this 21st century, when the people when they have to when they start to doing the meditation many people many people when they start to do the meditation they will try to get the information from google they will write down in the google and they will find it out write down the how to meditate in the google i know that you will find the so many answers from the google Today, what I'm teaching the meditation is through my experience. Thirty years of the, my experience of the meditating. Google have a lot of information, but Google don't have the experience. I might not have that much of the information like a Google, <laughs> but I have a experience that Google don't have. So. First thing is that the, when you start to do the meditation, what you have to do is the one thing to control the mind. You have to control the mind. When you cannot control the mind, meditation is impossible. While you try to meditate, I'm sure that the, your mind will get distracted. So. To control the mind, what you have to do is the first thing is that you have to search, search for the yourself. You have to try to find the true nature of the self. You have to find the true nature of the self. 
That's why you have to try to find yourself. Since we are born, we are too attached for the ourselves. We are too attached for the ourselves. Whether you can call it selfish or whether you can call it as a self-cherishing attitude, we are too attached for ourselves. I always give the one example. After this session, if we take a group photo, after this session, if we take a group photo, once you get that photo in your computer or in your mobile, to whom you will look first? After this session, when, you take the, when we take the group photo, once you get that group photo, to whom you will look first? I'm sure yourself. So we are too attached for the self. So that's why, that's the root cause of the, all the anxiety and the stress. Today, in this 20 minutes, I will teach you how you can cut the root cause of the stress. Mindfulness meditation. Shamatha meditation. Vipassana meditation. Lots of the different meditations there. These are the just temporal solution while you are meditating mindfulness. Maybe one or two days you might feel that you have relief from the stress. But again, after three or four days later, again, you will get the stress, anxiety. If you cut the root of the stress, if you cut the root of the anxiety, then you will get the permanently relief from stress. I always used to give the one example. Monk. I've been the monk so many years. So, in the monastic system, we have to meditate quite very strongly. So, these meditation, what we used to do in the monastery, it's really helped me a lot to get over, to overcome the anxiety and the stress and the fear. So, that's why today what we'll meditate is that to finding the self. We are too attached for the self. So now, what we have to do is that we try to find ourselves, search for the yourself. So that's why I will, I will give you the one question. You think on that question. Try to find the answer. Who am I? Who am I? Just you close your eyes and just try to find the answer for this question. I know that one, I know that this question might be strange. One time in the monastery, there was one small kid. I asked him one question that. I asked him that 2 plus 2 equals to 
I asked him the very simple question. 2 plus 2 equals 2. Then he told it's a 2 plus 2, it equals to 4. Then again I raised another question. And I asked him the why 2 plus 2 always comes of equals to 4. Why 2 plus 2? Why if you plus the 2 and 2 plus, why it won't come 5? Why it comes only 4? He told me that the, he have no idea why the 2 plus 2 comes 4. He have no idea. Then I told him that the, you can go and ask your friends why the 2 plus 2 comes 4, not a 5. Then after a few days later, I met him. Then I asked the small kid, did you get the answer for my question? Why 2 plus 2 comes 4, not a 5? Small kid told me that, uh, no, he didn't find an answer for that question. But he asked his friend. But all the, his friend told him one thing. Whoever asked like this stupid question is a definitely a mad person. <laughs> so, who am I? You will feel that this is a strange question. When you close your eye, when you go the more deep and deep and deep, try to think that, you will reach at the one other state. So that's why after the Buddha Meditating the six years. After the six year, then he started to say the one thing. He started to say that no air, no sound, no form, no body, empty. After the spending the six years in the meditation, six years of the, his meditation, when he get the, after the six years of meditation, now when he have to speak, when he have to talk about the, his experience of the meditating, the six years, then he start to talk about the no ear, no sound, no eye, nothingness, emptiness. So now, so many people get a shocked that moment. They got a shocked and surprised. They told her what happened to him. Now, he's saying there's nothing. So same thing like that. Now if you close your eye and meditate and try to find yourself, I'm sure that you will get the one answer. That answer will be totally different answer. You will get it. Now what you have to do is the, in this 15 minutes, you try to find the answer for this question. Who am I? Try to search yourself. Try to search yourself. Clear, no? Clear? You get well? Good. <laughs> okay. But very honest with you. I tried to search myself 30 years. I didn't find anything. <laughs> In this now we are meditating the 15, year, 15 minutes. Maybe if you are lucky, you can find something. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Okay. So I'm sure. I'm sure that you all are very lucky. So <laughs> you might find something. Okay. So while you are meditating, what you have to do is that. Okay. I will show you how you have to sit. You have to sit very straight like this. Okay. Straight, and the shoulder should be as straight, and back should be straight. Okay. While what you have to do is that while you are meditating, first you ask this question. Okay, you ask him, "Who am I?" When you cannot find any answers, or when you cannot meditate properly, then what you have to do is you just visualize the one white light, white light, just center of the forehead. This point. What do you call this point? Hmm? What? Third eye. Oh, third eye is a. I'm not so sure. <laughs> That is a right term to say. Anyway, this point, okay. This point, whether they are saying that the third eye or the chakra or that, yeah. But the, you have to visualize a white. Visualize the white light, okay. This point. Then when you are visualizing, you try to radiate the white light, okay. Radiate the white light. Also, sometimes. You can visualize and observe the white light. Okay, warm white light. Okay, sometimes you might feel the some sensation here. Okay, sometimes you might feel it. In case if you feel some sensation, you don't have to feel that the you have achieved the Buddhahood. Okay, <laughs> don't think that. Okay, it's uh, quite normal. Okay, <laughs> it can happen. Or it may happen. It may not. Okay. Then again, then again, you try to search yourself. Okay. Search yourself. Okay. Again, when you cannot find the search yourself, then just meditate on the white ray. Okay. When you meditate on the visualizing the white lights and the radiating and observing the white light, sometimes that you might feel a little bit relaxed and a very peace. Okay, because what we call this, that is now you are activating the chakras. Chakras, chakra. Have you heard the word chakra? It's a Sanskrit term. Sanskrit term chakra. Okay, chakra. Okay, activating the chakra. It's uh, not. I'm sure in this minute fully you cannot activate it. It might take a month to fully activate the chakra. It will take a month in this 15 minutes. I'm sure that you cannot. Yeah, but at least it can affect. Okay, so. Now I guided you the two steps of meditation. Okay, first finding the self, then other just radiating the light. Okay, visualize the white light in the center of forehead, then radiate the white light. Also, visual uh, also visualize that you are observing the white light. Okay, warm white light. Okay, clear, no? Okay, now we will meditate. Okay. Like this sitting position, you can look at me. Okay, hand position like should be like this. Okay, your two thumbs should touch each other. Okay, you know that the palm, when the energy can, uh, the usually in our body sometimes the energy flows from the our palms. So that's why you have to touch your palm one of the another palm. Okay, like this. Like this, okay. When you get, when you have the back pain, then you can relax, okay. Like this way, okay. Mm -hmm.
Let's say the may the all the sentient beings live happily. May the all sentient beings liberate from suffering. Okay, that I will say in the Tibetan. Simjen, Tamjen, Devadan, Deve, Jodan, Dembar, Jorje, Simjen, Tamjen, Dongedan, Dongege, Jodan, Trevara, Jorje, Simjen, Tamjen, Donge, Meben, Devadan, Mandrava, Jorje, Simjen, Tamjen, Nere, Chadan, Nidan, Treve, Tanyomla, Nevara, Jorje, Simjan, Tamjan, Dewadan, Deve, Jodan, Dambara, Jorje, Simjan, Tamjan, Dongadan, Dongeke, Jodan, Trevara, Jorje, Simjan, Tamjan, Donge, Mebe, Dewadan, Mandrava, Jorje, Simjan, Tamjan, Nere, Chadan, Nedan, Trebe, Tanyola, Nevara, Jorje, Simjan, Tamjan, Dewadan, Deve, Jodan, Dembara, Jorje, Simjan, Tamjan, Dongedan, Dongegan, Jodan, Trevara, Jorje, Simjan, Tamjan, Donge, Meben, Dewadan, Mundrevara, Jorje, Simjan, Tamjan, Edoje, Jung Chadan, Nere, Nedan, Trebe, Tanyola, Nevara, Jorje. That concludes this week's practice. If you would like to support the Rubin Museum in this meditation series, we invite you to become a member and attend in person for free. Thank you for listening. Have a mindful day. <laughs>